Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, let's get right to it. Ron Rakuya holding on our Wester Hotline, Executive Vice President, COO of the Buffalo Bills, and he is with us to give us the latest on what's going on with the stadium stuff. Ron, it's Howard and Jeremy. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good, guys. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit and giving us some updates. My pleasure. What's the latest on uh, the stadium? How how close are things to being done, done, done? I know last time we talked it was – Community benefits agreement was a part of what had to happen. So where 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 do things stand now? Um, yeah, that was that was a big part to get to the finish line. That part is is complete. We're excited for the community benefits agreement. I think I heard the county executives say a week or so ago that we were ninety nine point something away from done done done. As you said, Jeremy, I would say we're ninety nine point nine percent of the way from done done done. And what kind of time? What kind of timeline is there? Is there on that? Is it? I mean, formality might be going too far. You know, like you say, you know, like it's never done until it's done. But uh, what kind of timeline should Bills fans expect to, to hear? Maybe something on that. Well, we had the last public hearing uh, Thursday evening that New York State Empire Empire State Development ran. Uh, that seemed to go very well. I believe Empire State Development has to meet again either this week or early next week. And then the county at their next regular session would have the um, the final sign off. So I would say we're we're within days, maybe a couple of weeks at the outlet on the outside. What what comes at these public hearings? <laughs> um, well, you know you have some concerned neighbors, and you know you have to respect them. There's there's going to be a enormous construction project in their backyard, so we want to make sure that we're doing everything right for them. They have to live there every single day. Um, and then there are some some people with some good ideas about development, um, you know, about what's going to happen in traffic and ingress and egress. They've been productive. I think now that's either the third or the fourth one. Um, each one has given us a little bit of insight onto how to develop a better project for all those involved. So they've been really beneficial, I think, for the community and for us. 
And when it comes to the community benefit agreements, what exactly, how does it stack up against what other teams do? I mean, is it, this is a practice that um, throughout the NFL, throughout North American, is it worldwide that these kind of agreements are, are generally put in place when there are publicly uh, stadiums that come with some public funding? Well, they're relatively new. Um, I don't know an exact time frame, but I would say within the last decade. And almost all of them are affiliated with a new stadium construction or development project. In terms of the CBA that we were you know, able to negotiate with the county and the state, and specifically with the chairwoman of the Erie County Legislature, April Baskin, um, who, did a, who did a really great job of, of shepherding this, we're really proud of it. Um, I feel like it's the best community benefits agreement in the entire NFL. It will really propel our community in areas of the greatest need, education, health and wellness, um, gun violence, social justice, impoverished communities. We're going to work collaboratively with all of our community partners together to devote the best, or I'm sorry, to devote the resources of the bills, the NFL, and our sponsors to where our community needs it most. With regard to the stadium and, and timelines moving forward, you know, the rendering came out. I think people got excited to see a little bit of a snippet. What kind of timeline might we have for, for more looks at, at the entire project? There was a Chicago fly-through, like a drone through. Did you see that one, Howard? It looked, no, like, looked, it looked like an airport. It wasn't oh. exactly. <laughs> but, Ron, what, what kind of timeline might there be to see more of what the stadium is going to ultimately be? But Jeremy, it's interesting you said that. Um, yesterday afternoon, I saw a video presentation of us getting ready for the next phase of our launch. And it, it was really cool, to be quite honest. Uh, we're going to show that to some of the league executives at the Super Bowl this week and a couple of the, um, our national partners. After that, we'll tweak it. We'll get it back. And I would assume you know, sometime within the next 30 days, you, that type of video or that type of snippet will be available and we'll show our fans. And another thing that's down the line, you'd mentioned a sales center when setting things up for, I mean, the stadium obviously is, is a few years away. What kind of timeline is there to, to start moving people into the process of buying tickets, PSLs, all, all that kind of stuff that comes with the new stadium? What's the timeline for that? Yeah, we're just a few months away. Uh, we're really excited about the sales center. It's going to be at the Walker Center in um, in Williamsville, right there at Main Street in the 290. Our, our people have been working on it pretty much nonstop the last month or two. Um, we, we hope to have that open by the end of the spring, early summer, and start having um, our fans come through there and experience the new Bill Stadium. It's really going to be something special. Looking forward to having our fans through there. Ron, in terms of the, I mean, is everything done in terms of the stadium design, or are you still, or is the group, whoever, are there still tweaks? Are there still reviews being made? Do you think what we have now, this is how it's going to be. No, Howard, it's it's good question. Um, we're still tweaking it every day. But I think the key word is tweak. Um, and from what I understand, and I've learned a lot from the experts that we have hired, that process really continues pretty much up until the time you open the stadium. Um, one of the things that just came up, and I don't even have all of the details, but I know they tweaked the end zones a little bit over the last week or two, and they added some more seats to it, which was kind of exciting. Um, so those things are happening really daily between Populous, the architect, Legends, um, Turner Gilbane, the construction manager, and us. 
I was hoping you were going to talk about movable end zones, like the end zone the Bills are going into would be bigger and nobody else would notice, and then you shrink it down when the other team has the ball. That it, well, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. Email on that. Maybe we can talk I, about you, it. You don't mind, right? It's just home field advantage. That's that's part of home. Do you, so, so is this just like someone could walk into the office one day and, hey, Ron, I had an idea about locker rooms or whatever, or the, this particular item in the concession area. Like you're just, people are just still thinking about different things with it? Absolutely. Hmm. <laughs> and what you said isn't too far-fetched. You got to remember, I mean, we, we have, first of all, in this building alone, we have a tremendous amount of experience. People have been through a lot of other stadiums, different leagues, different sports. They're always bringing back something to make us better, not just with the stadium, but overall as an entire organization. So that's a common practice here. And then what, what we're doing and the expertise that we've accumulated, that process really happens all the time. I'm sure when we get back from the Super Bowl, we'll see something and we'll, we'll talk to our folks and say, hey, is that something we can incorporate? Or we saw this activation for fans. You know, that was a really cool idea. Let's try to do something like that. Were there any phone calls after the earthquake? <laughs> I mean, like, are there standards for every stadium yeah. to be earthquake-proof to some degree? Um, I think so. <laughs> I hope so. We, we have enough engineers and consultants that I'm sure one of them in that list of, you know, 200 um, has us earthquake-proof. In terms of phone calls, I'll tell you it was the exact opposite. I didn't get a phone call, so that was a good thing, right? <laughs> After, you know, 6.15 in the morning, I was waiting for my phone to ring, and it never rang, and that was a really good sign. So with the sales center opening up, maybe hopefully late spring, as you said, that would, I would think, start to be the first look people get at what seats might be worth, what PSLs are, what pricing structures might be in, in certain parts of the stadium. How, how is that expected to be rolled out? Yeah, that would definitely be around the first time. Um, Every seat and all of their corresponding PSLs will not be rolled out at the same time. Um, There's more of a tiered effect to putting the pricing out there. So that will happen as we open up the sales center, as you mentioned, and we start bringing people in to see different aspects of the sales center and different seats that our fans have told us that they're interested in. You know, so for example, if we have a, a you know a great longtime fan who likes to sit in the 100 level and in the corners, we're not going to bring them in when we're showing, you know, end zones or upper decks, right? Because they've already told us what they're looking for. As those fans start to come through the process, that's when the pricing gets finalized, and hopefully our fans, you know, start to engage in the PSL and the season ticket program. So to, to Jeremy's question from a moment ago, Ron. Is it more about, in terms of the next phases of how fans get to know the stadium, is it more video than artist renderings or a combo? Like, how does all that stuff play out as we begin to see maybe interiors and other facets? I think you said VR in the past, right? Yep, all three. Um, Virtual reality, interior renderings, um, some live experience at the sales center. You know, they'll be inside. They'll be able to sit in the seats that, that they're looking at themselves. I mean, the physical seats. We'll talk about that experience. One of, the, one of the great things and the things I'm most excited about is the sales center isn't just a place to go and conduct a transaction. It is a true Buffalo Bills experience. Fans are going to be able to come in. They're going to see the history of the Bills. They're going to experience it. And then as they walk through that journey of fandom and we learn more about what they like, where they like to sit, where they like to tailgate, what their food and beverage preferences are, 
Then they move into this, as we talked about, virtual reality, images, um, all sorts of things that tell them and more importantly show them what that experience will be like in the new stadium. And then they can make a decision on where they want to sit and how they want to experience Bill's football. I don't know if this has been mentioned in the past, Ron, I apologize. But as you were talking about the sales center and the history of the franchise in this current stadium, of course, you have the names on the Wall of Fame. Is there a plan or would there be anything like basically a a Bill's museum, for lack of a better way to put it right now, inside the stadium where you can pay homage with souvenirs, memorabilia to honor the history of the franchise? Um, There's not going to be a museum, per se, inside the stadium. What we're trying to do is develop the outside of the stadium. We, we've talked about what we're loosely terming right now family circle, mm-hmm. you know, that big circular yep. area where the large buffaloes are yep. are depicted. We're talking about creating a monument park type cool. um, atmosphere there that honors the history, honors the players that played. That way fans can experience that 365 days a year. Um Howard, make no mistake, we'll have plenty of merchandise for people <laughs> that, that want that throughout the stadium and the team stores. But we did want to create something that's outside the stadium bowl. Yeah. So that way our fans can, like I said, come and experience it 365 days a year. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I like that idea because, let's face it, outside of football season, we're talking, you know, spring and summer weather. So the idea of making that kind of a destination, to me, that that's... It's it's interesting. It's nice to be able to have something, whatever, concerts, whatever you decide to do, any kind of shows or anything of entertainment, a way to bring people down to the stadium in the good weather when people want to be out there. That'd be great. Yep. Hmm. Hey, um, shovel in the ground, Mr. Rakuya. When are we going to see shovel in the ground? I want to cut to the chase here. Um, well, as, as I've learned and I think I've said, <laughs> it's not that one particular moment, right, where some yeah. big um, bulldozer gets there and starts <laughs> – Starts putting a shovel in. Uh, you're going to see activity there probably within the next 30 days. Wow. Fencing, some some scraping of the land, um, some getting set up for the major construction. Yeah. I think the like the official breaking where we all get to wear cool hats mm-hmm. and shovels. Yeah. Um, that'll probably be, you know, late April, May timeframe. Okay. That seems to be about where we're headed. But but the project has started. Um, We've got some bid packages out there already. Like I said, there's fencing getting planned to go around, uh, you know, around the area now. We've worked with our partners at ECC in terms of, you know, getting the construction vehicles in and out, you know, so we're not disrupting the campus at all. All of that, all that's happening every day. Howard, you brought this up a little bit ago. How about game day next year? How, how different will going to a Bills game next year and even the year after? I mean, it's a lengthy process. So what sort of planning has had to go into that? Well, trying to take it a little one year at a time, Jeremy, so I'm glad you asked about next year. The impact next year will be very minimal, some parking, um, but that's really the extent of it for next year. And we're still working through those logistics and determining, you know, can we move some of the staff parking a little further away so that way we're not impacting fans? Is, Is there a shuttle service that we can run um, you know, that, that also might be beneficial. Where do we put the buses? Where do we put the campers? They take up a lot of space, right? So we're trying to juggle all of that and come up with the best possible solution. As the years progress, um, you know, year two certainly will be a little bit more impactful. And then, you know, year three, <laughs> we'll all keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> but really what we're talking about is impact to parking. Yeah, um, right. There will be no other impact 
in terms of um, fan experience to the to the existing stadium at Highmark. Ron, what time? Ta- um, what what kind of discussions are going on? Would go on? You know, there, there's talk again of hey, there's a new stadium going up. What else could you do around it in Orchard Park? I mean, I'm not necessarily saying like New England built a mall, I think, around their new stadium. But is is there are there discussions of could this lead into hotels, restaurants, other things to go around the new stadium? There's definitely discussions taking place. Um, you know, I, I saw that, you know, the town of Orchard Park and, mm-hmm. and town supervisor has been fantastic to deal with. I know the county executive um, is very interested in development in the area. We have heard and we've had some people reach out that are looking to develop the area around it, whether it's hotel, um, food and entertainment, other types of, of things of that nature. I still think it's a little early. Once the plans are finalized, and people see what's going to happen and how it's going to be orientated, there's definitely development opportunities around the stadium. What we've said um, as an organization, and the Pagulas have been you know, pretty steadfast on this, is that's left for professional developers. We want to run a great football team, a great organization, build a beautiful stadium, but then we want to be you know, really productive neighbors for the developers so we can provide content for them to make this area more of an attraction, have people here quite often and really enjoying everything about Bill's football and the new stadium. When it, when it came time, when you were going through the design process or the firm you hired was going through the design process, um, I, I saw a, a special recently, Ron, about when they redid Wrigley Field. And, you know, the clubhouse in particular, it's, it's unbelievable what they did. And, the, you know, they, they tended to try and get, I think, some input from players. When it came to clubhouse, locker room, if you will, I guess, not clubhouse, did you talk to players? Not that they would be here five, six years from now necessarily, but the idea of what would a player want in the new facility to kind of get an idea from them, to go to the experts, so to speak. They're the ones that use it. Yeah, Howard, we, we spoke to everybody, players. The training staff, strength yep. and conditioning, sports science, coaches, GM, um, everybody has been part of our, you know, if you want to call them brainstorming sessions. And, you know, I'll just give you just a, a quick um, anecdote to that. Last uh, Wednesday, sorry, the days are running together a little bit. Um, last Wednesday, we had a pretty big stadium meeting internally with, with the tweaks and the things that we had talked about. And something came up in the meeting that we needed an answer on, and it was about our sports science mm-hmm. and our um, our athletic training staff. I texted those guys real quick while we were in the meeting and said, hey, what happens if we do this as opposed to that? They both got back to me right away, made a decision, and we, we basically had a decision within about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that decision on that particular situation came from our sports science and our athletic training department, knowing what they needed for the players in the locker room of the new stadium. Mm-hmm. So that's how intimately involved the entire organization is. Someday, not today, because it would take forever. Someday you've got to put together a list of all the things you have to take into account when building a new stadium, because I would imagine it would make your head explode or spin the depth of things you have to think about when planning something like this. <laughs> what, what you guys should do someday is you should get John Polka, Frank Cravata, and some of our other um, teammates that have been living and breathing all of those details yep. and will continue to live and breathe them for the next 36 months and have them on. Um, it is crazy how many different line items and decisions and details uh, that go into all of this. And those guys deserve a ton of credit. 
Listen, I will ask you one favor, if you don't mind. What I'm going to need is, uh, through the process, I'm going to need video. I'm going to need to be able to go to buffalobills.com to see video of construction and things that are going on and all that. I'm going to need like a time-lapse video when it's all done and you recap years into about a 10-minute video. I want everything documented so I could see it. You're not going to ask for a hard hat, too? Get a hard hat, No, tour. no, no. I don't want to do actual physical work. Okay. I'm, I really have no... I don't want to get hurt. I just need to see... I love insider access, Ron, so I need to see all this stuff. Howard, we're planning that, but because you asked, we'll call it the Howard Cam. Love it. <laughs> It'll be the live... It's going to have to be a really big camera, Ron. Really big. Like... Obese yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Um, matter of fact, that that'll start pretty soon, quite frankly. Hmm. Um, but that's gonna be a really fun part. So yeah, it'll be yeah. a twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five day camera and and video that fans will be able to log into. And hey, it's not just me. Look, let's face it. I mean, even when when you guys put out the rendering of the stadium, just the exterior look and the family circle, whatever you put up stuff like that, right? People get excited. I would assume. I'm gonna guess that you. You have had some kind of feedback since that first rendering was put out, and people kind of get excited to see visuals connected to this. Absolutely, and we, you know we have a, we have a few three D models floating around, and once people start to see those, they start to get real excited. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Any update on how tall the giant buffaloes will be? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. No, I have no idea. Okay. It's one of those details that's a little further down the road. Good size, of, size of the video screen figured out yet? Multiple video screens. Multiple video screens. Okay, so don't don't put them anywhere where a punt can hit it. No, like Jerry World. All right. Well, Ron, thank you very much. Thank you for the update. Glad to hear things are going smoothly at this point. Appreciate you joining us this morning. Always good talking to you guys, and we'll catch up again soon. That is Ron Rakuya from the Bills, Executive Vice President and C- uh, Chief Operating Officer, or EVP COO of the uh, BILLS, joining us on the Western Hotline. What are you most excited about? The video, the the footage, the next phase, maybe when he says they're they're going to ch- have the league look at it, tweak it, and then release that. Um, the thing I'm excited for, I would say, the thing I'm excited for is the realization. The anytime we talk about the stadium, you know, the Bills just played a game in the playoffs and they lost in the snow, and the dome crowd came back for. A day. Oh, I forgot had, to ask had, about high tech snow removal in the new stadium. They had they had their day of like the Bills should be in a dome, and I'm excited to really get a look at how this stadium will be a entirely different experience. It's not I mean, the the current stadium opens like a flower blooming into the sky. Like it's a complete. It's as open as you could possibly get outside of the clubs. Yep. And the new one will have a canopy around a right. lot of it. Right. And we didn't get a chance there with Ron before running out of time. You know, the Bills are playing in London this year at Tottenham, Tottenham and yeah. that is a, you know, from everything we've learned, if you are a stadium aholic and want to get a real feel for what it's going to be like, they took a lot from that stadium. That's got an overhang too, right? Yes, has an overhang, and go to Tottenham and see what the vibe is like, see what it feels like. You know, it's not exactly the easiest thing for everyone to just pick up and go to Tottenham. But if you but are, as long as you're in London for right. the Bills but if game, you, but if you are doing, well, that's where the game is. Oh, it's at the, the game is at Tottenham. Oh, okay, I knew yeah. it was in London. I forgot yep. it was at, it's that, at that stadium. stadium. So if you're going to so go, go see the Bills, see, uh, yeah. you will get. It'll be like traveling forward in time. It'll look a lot like this, <laughs> except that you know whoever they're going to play against, we don't know who that is yet. They would also presumably have fans. Although the Bills yeah. are going to be the home team in that game, if that matters. 
So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to get to the point where, yeah, it's an open air stadium, but it's not it's not the same. It's just not the same. I forgot to ask about heated fields too. Is there is the tur- is is the turf heated at uh, Highmark? I don't believe so, but I don't know. I should ask that with the high tech snow removal for the next. I mean, day. I watched a lot of snow removal yeah. during that Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. They did a lot of snow removal. Then right. it, you know, piled back up. Right. Or which game would that have been? Miami. Was that Miami? Might have been Miami. That was the game. Yes. Where they were constantly plowing the field yeah, during the game. Cincinnati was yeah. kind of sunny, Since, right? Wasn't it? Cincinnati snowed during the game. Miami was a lot before hmm. and a little bit at the end as well. I have a mock draft for the Bills that I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to warn you about something. I am going to defend a position that you're going to get mad at. Okay. I'll do it next. I'm going to defend a position that they will take or could take, and I don't know if I can convince you, but I'm prepared to defend this position, and you are going to get mad. I always like those segments. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.